I need to talk to you right now. That's what his text read at 7.30 a.m. He was a newlywed, and he wasn't really an overly dramatic kind of guy. And his wife had already left for work that morning when their home phone rang. The voice on the other end of the line had grim news. His wife's father, a young 60-something-year-old, had literally just dropped dead unexpectedly. And he was tasked with telling her, his bride. After describing the details to me, he said, I don't know what to do. Will you help me? Soon, with tears and lots of Kleenex, the church gathered in their living room. And as we came to pray that afternoon, with the unexpected and the heartbreaking news, we asked each person to come to prayer through two questions. What do you know and what do you hope? First John is one of three short epistles. It was written to an early Christian community which had been grounded in the Gospel of John. And the author writes and reminds the people about their identity in Christ Jesus. When you are bound in Christ, you know about a light that shines in the darkness, about justice that rolls down like mighty waters, and about a mercy that binds up the brokenhearted. Today, I've asked two folks, two saints on earth, to help us to understand what it means to them to be called a child of God, to understand what it means to know Christ's love as a child of God, and to have their identity completely connected to their faith. Lauren Welford Deming joins us from Portland, Oregon, where she lives with her husband, Will, and serves at a Presbyterian retreat and conference center, Manuka. And then later, Charlie McCrary, a saint who needs no introduction, partner to Janie and an Idlewild elder and beloved child of God, will join us. First, Lauren. There we go. If you've been around Idlewild for any length of time, you probably knew my parents, Walker and Diane Welford. Mom and Dad would be the first to say that they weren't perfect parents, and none of us are, but they got a lot right. In particular, and as it relates to today's scripture, they made sure that I knew that I was loved, both by them and by God. As my parents' health declined over the past few years, it meant so much when people at Idlewild and my church here in Portland reminded me that they were holding my family in prayer. Over and over, at moments when I felt particularly low, I would receive an encouraging phone call or text or email or card in the mail. Sometimes in the middle of a terrible situation, and when you are dealing with Alzheimer's and cancer, there are some terrible situations. In the middle of one of those, I felt a sense of serenity settle into my heart and the inner knowledge that somehow this would be okay. I described those times with the words from the last line of the Irish blessing, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. That's what being God's beloved child meant to me, feeling carried through a difficult time in the palm of God's hand. I trust that Lauren knows that peace that she describes 
as an important part of her Christian identity shaped by faith has been nurtured by the saints in heaven's light and by the saints on earth. And I've learned so much about hope from Lauren in the ways that she has modeled caregiving and Christ's good and kind love. In a column in the New York Times this week, David Brooks reflected on the necessity of doing difficult work, the hard work of working with people whose views we find completely objectionable. As children of God, we are called in our Christian identity into those hard spaces and places. It's, it's there that the powerful impulse of Christ's love is known in light, justice, and mercy. It, it's in those places and in those spaces that Christ's love is revealed. As children of God, we are siblings, whether we like it or not. From one end of the world to the other, from one end of a political spectrum to another, we are all called children of God, and we must stand in that identity. What do you know, and what do you hope? At Idlewild, we stand on the shoulders of the saints who have gone on before us, saints who have done hard work together because of their identity in Jesus Christ. From the earliest of days, the church knew, as I pray that it does today, how very hard it is to point to the power of faith that shapes a people and that keeps them in covenant, Christ-centered community. The power of faith in Christ, it brings people together as a new family full of hope, and it leads that family to right actions. Beloved, the writer of 1 John says, we are God's children now. Beloved is an address to those who know to whom they belong. Beloved is a baptismal address. It's God's voice thundering from heaven about Jesus. This is my beloved with whom I am well pleased. And it is Christ's language to each member of his body. You are my beloved. You are my beloved. Beloved, you are my family. You are a family. Adult or infant pulled through the waters of baptism, we hear these words from the scripture today. See what love that God has given us that we might be called children of God. And so we are. Beloved child of blessing, child of promise, welcome. When we contemplate the love of God and how we have been created in God's likeness, that the profound love of God made us and those whom we love, that is a love that is strong enough. It is so strong that it keeps us and it has us to stand up, especially in the face of of death and despair, of 
chaos and uncertainty of brokenness and frailty, what do you know? And what do you hope? Here is Charlie with a word about being a child of God. I'm Charlie McCreary and I'm a child of God. Well, I've always felt that I was a child of God. That, that's no question about that. And I grew up in the church and uh, it's, church has always been part of me. I feel like I'm a child of the church as well. And uh, so that's never been a problem for me. It's always been very much part of my ego. All Saints Day has always been special for me because mom died on All Saints Day. And I always said, well, that day she actually was one. And uh, she, uh, uh, she was in a facility in Little Rock, a very nice place. And uh, I spent the day with her and I was just sitting there reading. And uh, uh, the nurse knocked on the door. She was kind of snoozing. And the nurse came in and said, can I help you? And I said, no, we're just doing great. Thank you. And the nurse left. And my mother said, Charlie, when a woman comes in the room, you must stand up. So she was on my case to the very end. And that night I tucked her in, kissed her good night, and she died. That was just a beautiful end for her 92 years. I've always felt that we should be out loving other people and helping other people in their, in their crisis. Uh, I think that's just the biggest part of the church. Uh, is to help people in their crisis and to see them through and to comfort them and to be beside them in times of tra trauma and travail. It's just all about love. It's not love for me, but for or, or me particularly, but for love our, for our fellow man. Even the, uh, some people who are very fortunate need care and need love. Uh, so that's what the church is all about. And that's what Jesus Christ is all about. I, I uh, think of myself as, I think of Jesus Christ as more of a, a, a brother and uh, standing by my side all the time and guiding me in what we do. Uh, I'm Charlie McCreary and I'm a child of God. We are all children of God and we are related whether we like it or not. And together we stand in that identity. You know, back in that day and on that night or afternoon when that young husband had to deliver hard news about the death of a loved one to his wife. That late afternoon, we came to prayer asking, what do you know and what do you hope? And she began, it's what I don't know. My dad wasn't sure about Jesus and the church was hard for him. He saw the hypocrisy and he struggled with it. People who called themselves Christians, but they didn't act that way in the world. Then she looked at us, those of us who were gathered there with her, and she said, but what I do know is I know you are here. And what I hope, she paused, and then she named it. She said to us, what I hope is that I hope that my dad is okay. I hope that my dad's okay with God. And I hope that my God, I hope that my dad is in heaven. That's what I really hope. And out of the kind of silence of that moment, a voice responded, God has your dad. 
Your dad is God's beloved, and I know, I know this to be true. What we will be is yet to be revealed. As Corinthians reminds us, for, for now we see dim, dimly, for now we see dimly, but then we shall see face to face. <laughs> it's a strange life that we lead, beloved, believing in something that we, we don't totally know about, that we can't see with any absolutism. And yet we know when we sense peace, like Lauren. And we know what it means to love like Christ, to have Christ as a brother beside us, like Charlie. We are called to live our lives out like saints on earth, in Christ's love, all of us, as siblings whose very lives shine light into darkness, who advocate for justice that rolls down like mighty waters and with lives that deliver mercy, which binds up the brokenhearted. We are all beloved children of God. What do you know and what do you hope?